Welcome to the Frustrated by Your Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Skyline Studio. I'm your host, Jim D'Amico. And I'm your co-host, Madison McQuiston. Our podcast will bring you the latest in marketing news and strategies for internal marketing teams, marketing specialists, and business owners. So if you are frustrated by your marketing, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Frustrated by Your Marketing Podcast, episode six. Yeah, welcome back. Today, uh, we are going to be talking about two new apps, uh, which actually I found out are not so new, but they're newly being discussed. Uh, Lemonade, which is uh, put out by ByteDance, the owner of TikTok, and Clapper, a US-based company. So they've both been around since 2020, but they're getting new attention lately. So we're going to talk about those and just our thoughts in general about uh, social media apps, how many there are, um, what we think will survive, You know, if we think either of these are going to be the next TikTok, and uh, I guess just the evolution of social media over the last couple decades and what we think about it. Yeah, I it's kind of funny because I came across both of those, I think about at least Lemon 8, I came across it about a month and a half ago. And it was interesting to see that that one has been out for about two years, almost three years. And this is the first time I was hearing about it. So it's been fun to kind of play around with them and see see what those two apps are all about. Yeah, it's interesting. So they were both founded in 2020. I don't know what, what time of the year, but so they were both founded during the pandemic. I guess they sat fairly idle or at the very least weren't getting a lot of attention. And now all of a sudden they're getting a lot of attention. And I'm going to guess a lot of that has to do with TikTok potential ban coming yep. and what that means for the social media industry where all these influencers go. Obviously TikTok is the is the um, social app of of, uh, of the moment, uh, even though it's not number one, Facebook is still number one, but in a lot of ways it is number one. But if that got banned, you know, what happened? So I'm guessing that's why uh, it's getting some more attention uh, right now. Is uh, Facebook really number one? I don't think I knew that. I was kind of thinking TikTok would have taken over that, but. I, I believe it is still number one as far as active users. For all I know, and I haven't looked at the data, TikTok is um, as far as eyes on the screen. Um, you know, more time. But as far as, um, I mean, almost everybody in the world has a Facebook account. So they That's still true. are number one yeah. in that respect. Um, and, you know, that we can start this part of the conversation right now. A lot of the reasons why these other apps exist is that grandma and grandpa ended up on Facebook. And so <laughs> it's less fun, right? So the fact that your family's there is why it still works for those things. So you share your, your birthday photos, you share the photos of graduations. It's, it's the place for families. Obviously, there's a lot of nuances to Facebook. There's a ton of different um, subgroups and things like that. So it's not just that. But that's why people keep coming back to it. Everybody's on it. Your family's on it. It's also the reason why younger folks don't want to be on it as much. And so yeah, that's where- Yeah, we like being where, friends with strangers. <laughs> right. And so that's why uh, Instagram took off. And that's why Snapchat took off. That's why uh, TikTok took off. You know, people are just kind of moving towards these other- um, these other apps just to kind of get away from grandma and grandpa and mom and dad. And so um, the question is, you know, I, I think that, you know, these two new apps, it's slightly different evolution. I think it's uh, it? creator uh, led versus youth led. Uh, you know, in the past, the, the youth would just sort of skip to something else and it would catch on and then it would go where now the creator economy has become a big thing and they're nervous. You know, they're uh, a lot of uh, money and a lot of uh, getting a lot of attention on TikTok. And if that goes away, what happens? So, um, which is interesting too, because when I was doing some research today, uh, a lot of people are now freaking out too because the U.S. government is now cracking down on lemonade already. 
because it's the same creator as TikTok. So that's also been a little interesting to look at too. Yeah, and I don't know why they, if this was a play to uh, circumvent the React, it's called, I have it on here somewhere, the Restrict Act. So that's the the thing that is in Congress right now. So that would essentially ban TikTok or, or cut the legs out from under it. So um, I don't know how ByteDance thinks that another app will help them with that, but but they're actually paying people to use and promote. Like they're paying their, their TikTok creators to come yep. to uh, Lemonade and, and use it. So it's a weird play. I don't actually think it'll be successful, but, um, but that's yeah, what they're- Yeah, currently Lemonade with. looks like it's very influencer driven right now because that's a- I was really surprised. Once I downloaded that, I was like, this is a pretty professional looking platform because it mixes- Instagram and Pinterest, which is super fun. And of course, I'm a fan of Pinterest. So it's been kind of fun to mess around on there. But it seems very influencer driven right now. And that was the purpose of it, it looks like, is to get people to share like what they're wearing, food photos, fashion, all that fun stuff. So I would say definitely right now, it's very like women heavy, but. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's an overwhelming. It's a, So they the topics that they cover um, right now is all. So that's all, you know, if you want to see all of them, but you can fashion, beauty, food, wellness, travel, and home. So I mean, it is right out of interest playbook, mm-hmm, right? Definitely. That's exactly what it is. And it's weird. I mean, you really can't find stuff outside of that. So it's, um, you know, it's uh, pigeonholing itself, but, you know, they say, you know, find your niche. And so this is a, a very strong niche for that group. Um, but it then has to differentiate itself from Pinterest. Like, why would you jump? to this new platform from Pinterest. So I, I feel like there's going to be a little bit of a difficulty there. I'm not sure. Yeah, because Pinterest also makes it so easy for things that you save. You can directly send them to different um, like boards and things like that. Whereas this, it's almost like TikTok where you can save videos or pictures, but you have like they're all in one spot. That makes it. So it will be interesting to see how how it goes. And I know that editing in the platform is a huge thing. Like they really recommend that you use their photo editor, adding like words and stuff on your pictures. And they're trying to get people to do more of that also. So it's really mixing like beautiful photos, I think. And yeah. Yeah, really. it's, a, it's a beautiful people app. There's no doubt. I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's um, It looks like a fashion magazine or a food magazine. It does. And yes, it does. It's overwhelming. Like I, I played around with Clapper, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, because it was so easy, I didn't have to do much. But I, I thought I, my initial intention was to post some food photos up on, up on Lemonade. But mm-hmm. there's there were very few that didn't have like a really long recipe tied to it, and I just I, I just sort of got a little overwhelmed and didn't even bother to do it. And I also um, it, it was not set up for me, I guess. You know, this this was not uh, this is not an app for my my gender. It's not a yeah. gen- an app for my age. Um, so I didn't actually use it, but I, you know, as I'm looking around, you can see, and I've read that, you know, it's very templatized. So the mm-hmm. way stuff is is posted is like you said, they want you to edit in it. Um, they've created something that is is beautiful, but the the so the real question is, will this be successful? And so why Pinterest is successful is because it's a uh, storyboard for action, right? And it's why it's really good. So I'm building a new kitchen. I'm doing a nursery. I'm getting married. Um, I don't know what the other things are, but things that, that you're doing in your life, uh, again, very heavily women focused, they mm-hmm. will, they will 
pin all this stuff. So Sky will pin all the stuff when we're doing different things and then she'll show me those and that's kind of how she um, plans it out in her mind. So she's, you know, grabbing from different uh, articles and different different creators and, different, and they kind of pull it all together. This is what I want it to look like. So if you're telling me that you've used Lemonade a little bit more than I have, that they don't have the ability to put it into those groups, I don't know if it'll be as successful. I don't know if she wants to be social about building a nursery or be social mm-hmm. about she kind of wants to, this is for her. Uh, and I don't know if the social aspect works for that. So I'd be curious to see um, if they end up changing that and, and allowing you to create your little groups because that's really the keystone to, to why Pinterest works, I think. And the other thing too with Lemonade I've noticed is they really favor posts with really long captions. Like they're wanting you to share everything about the photo you're posting. So if you're posting a picture of food, they're wanting you to share the recipe and discuss like what the photo is also with like fashion posts, you know, they're wanting influencers to share all the links on where they bought the clothes and why they like that company. And so it's really favoring long captions, which is where I think a lot of people do that on Instagram now compared to a couple of years ago where it was really short captions. Um, But I think they definitely favor long captions for sure. Also. Yeah. And I like that. I think that that's great. I think that's one of the things missing from most social media right now is that, you know, it's it's hard to add a caption to a reel. Yes. Um, you yep. know, they don't want that. They just want it to survive on its own. But sometimes you need to say things. And from a marketing perspective, a lot of times you want to have a link or <laughs> tell about the thing you're trying to sell. When is the event? When is the, um, you know, when can you, what's the call to action, right? So not having that be part of it is hard. But again, then it's intimidating if you're asking someone to write too much, now you've just added another time crunch to it, which is not necessarily great. So um, the good and bad of that, I do like that, that direction for sure. Me too, um, yeah. And so, uh, and, and the other thing I read is that they will, I don't know if they do now, again, I haven't used this one as much, uh, that they will have ads. Um, so that's coming. So, you know, good and bad of that, keep them in business maybe. I was gonna say, I feel like for this platform, ads might be a little frustrating. There are already a ton of people, I think, People are halfway between really loving the platform, which is the influencers, and then people also just trying to be on there for fun. Right. And so it's kind of funny because at least in my feed the past couple of weeks, it's been why I hate Lemonade, why I don't like this platform, (laughs) because it's people who aren't influencers and they can't grow as easily just because, you know, it is it is for influencers, which is kind of hilarious because you know, influencers are there to try and get other people to buy products and things like that. So you would think that they would be trying to also get more people on there that aren't necessarily influencers and there to just, you know, make a name for themselves, I guess. Right. I think if it is successful, which um, my ultimate thesis on this episode is that either of these will be successful because it's just so hard to do it, is it'll, there'll be a, you know, 10% of accounts will be very active and 90% will be watchers where I don't, and I don't know what the break, I would love to know that breakdown on regular social media because there are plenty of people on Instagram and Facebook that are just watchers. They just sort of consume. Um, But I'm going to guess that that one's closer to 50, 50. And, you know, the average person posts a few times a year and, you know, the, some people post once a week and, you know, then the creators post daily or or multiple times a day where in this case, it's essentially a, a, uh, human or, or, or celebrity or um, influencer created um, or curated um, magazine of sorts, like an online magazine is, is how it reads. So you go there to consume, you're not going to be very social, which if you're not going to be very social, then it's not really a social network. And will it 
you know, the, that sharing and liking and posting and all that stuff, that sort of leads to it, the, the bigger success, right? So mm-hmm. once you start sharing, you want other people to see it, you talk about it. So, you know, and again, Pinterest survived without this, but they have a different model. Their model is helping people to organize their their digital yes. yep. world, right? They're, you know, they are a social network, but much different. They have this very little, this very different niche. Um, so I, you know, I, I ultimately think it's, um, it'll sort of middle around and then, um, and, and not take off for this one, uh, for sure. Um, okay. So that's my thoughts on Lemonade. Now Clapper, uh, oh, and so, uh, Lemonade currently has 5 million users. Clapper has 3 million users. So Clapper has, has the hands up, but they're the smaller company by dance is obviously huge. And so potentially they're, um, you know, setting all the influencers over there. And that's where a lot of that Which is, is funny because when I downloaded the app a month and a half ago, it was showing that for the U.S., only 15,000 people had downloaded it. For so Lemonade? How, for Lemonade. So oh. seeing how fast, like, that number has jumped. And I think you're right, whereas so many people are freaked out about TikTok being banned, that they're trying all of these different apps to really see, you know, where else they can be successful if the app does get banned and get an early start. But Clapper, yeah, is a definitely more in the lines of TikTok for sure, but not the same owners. Yeah, not the same. So it's US based. Um, privacy is a big part of like privacy and security. They talked about it a lot in their in what they say. So they literally are whether so you I know you know a little bit why they were founded for a different reason, but they're playing on this. So they they're geared to take over if TikTok gets banned. They're, they're trying to do that. So it's a lot about privacy. Um, and I would say, so one of your prediction for the 2023 marketing predictions is like real, real life stuff, gritty mm-hmm. behind the scenes. And, and I wish I could find, find it. But when you first log in, they like pop up this video telling you how to do stuff, which is, was really nice. I've never seen that. And it's like, Hey, welcome to Clapper. Here's how we do things. Don't be like TikTok. Don't share your stuff from, you know, they basically said, don't try to overdo it. Give us real stuff. We, you know, and their their tagline is "Be heard, be seen, be valued." It's about real people. That, like they're, it is not beautiful. It is the it, you know where when you're scrolling through Lemonade, it's like very relaxing. Everything's sort of yeah similar tones, and like this is the opposite. Like it is jarring. It is very gritty. Uh, very real people. Um, they they're they're targeting an older audience. Um, they say from Gen Z to Gen X is their their target. So it's a big gap. Yeah, because I think they have an age res- restriction in is what I saw. So I'm guessing that's probably 18. I didn't actually see it, but I know that there's an age restriction. Yes. Which is probably honestly a good thing. So yeah. I think a lot of them do have an age restriction that's sort of ignored. But yeah, so they're going, they're, they're trying to skew older. They're definitely for both genders. Um, they're, you know, they're not trying to, not trying to be beautiful. They're they talk about you sharing your story. They're, again, they had this intro video and then they sort of tag you in another video later on how to use it. So like very user-friendly. They're trying to be um, like a person behind the business where some of the other ones are mm-hmm. just like this like cold still app that you don't really engage with other than, you know, you don't engage with the people that own it that they really yeah. want to do that, which I thought was super awesome. Uh, they are going to be ad-free. They are going to make their money, I think, if I'm understanding this correctly, where you will privately pay creators you like. So there's like, you posted a video and I liked it, I could send you money. Like just- Oh, interesting. I'm assuming if it monetizes well, then they'll take 10% of that or something like that. So you'll get- That's so interesting. um, So instead of it being ads, you're paying for the content you really like. 
just yeah. so so it's different so they're trying different things you know beyond that like if you're not paying attention to those little things that like oh and then there's a thumbs down button too which is which is interesting yep. but you hide all of that stuff and it's tiktok right or it's it's instagram reels it's the same concept you know vertical which is funny because it was like originally created to be more political based and like controversial so they created it so people could share their opinions on topics like creating a video you know talking about some controversial topic going on and that's why there was like the thumbs up button and the thumbs down button so if you didn't agree with someone's opinion you could downvote it which is so interesting because after spending some time on there the past week like nobody uses the downvote button like at all right which is kind of <laughs> funny to to see but but it's yeah it's interesting because it, it will probably be used not well, so it's obviously not going, the politics part is out of it. That So that came at a time, 2020, obviously, politics was a big deal then. That was yep. the whole, like, so I get that. And then obviously no one heard about it. So, and for all I know, I did hear about it then because I know there was a bunch of competitor apps that were coming out when, when Facebook and Twitter were blocking people and stuff. I might've heard about it and just didn't realize at the time, I know that there was a ton uh, that came out at, sort of around that time. Um, but I could see the downvote being used for, you know, when people announce sad things in their life, like I didn't get into the school I wanted, or I didn't like, you could sort of downvote in a positive way. So, uh, you know, maybe yeah, it'll be used yep. that way if they don't get rid of it. Um, but I like that they're doing different almost, things. Yeah. And I think it almost follows, I think it's Reddit in that way, because I know Reddit, I don't have it personally, but I know a lot of people who do. And that one is really heavy on the upvotes and downvotes and people really use those buttons. Right. So it'll be kind of interesting to see as Clapper keeps going what they, you know, kind of do do with it because I mean we've seen it with a lot of other apps too, you know, they start with one goal in mind and then once everybody starts using it it almost like kind of shifts the perspective of you know what the app was originally meant for. Right, well we just talked about that last week with with Yelp. So, you know, mm -hmm. Yelp is successful for a different reason than it intended. So um, yes, I can see that. But at the end of the day, people like to just scroll and it's the same it. thing. Um, the other nice thing I really liked about it, it was very easy for you. So you can see the, the FYP, which I just, uh, I, I don't use uh, TikTok enough to know that until Before recently. Before you page, yeah. Right. So they have an FYP, it's named the same thing. And then they have those that you're following and then they have a location-based thing. So you can put your town in and you'll see like all the people nearby. Um, and they made that, I think easier than any of the other apps. I haven't seen it that easy to do before. So they're trying different things. They're experimenting with it. They're US-based. I mean, I would say, again, I don't think they'll be successful unless TikTok is banned. And then, and if that's the case, yeah, obviously Instagram's going to get a huge bump. Um, uh, YouTube um, Shorts is going to get a huge bump. And I could see Clapper taking off because it, it is very much feels a lot like uh, TikTok. So I could see them. them yeah, them I was doing, doing research on what the i'm trying to think of like the word um what people are thinking the next big apps will be after tiktok like if it does get banned and i know clapper was on that list but the two they were thinking are gonna take over would be instagram reels and youtube shorts right which makes yeah. sense because we've seen youtube shorts grow like crazy and now instagram favors reels like you it's really hard to grow at all on instagram now unless you're posting videos all the time so it does yeah. follow, you know, TikTok in that way, but. And the people, so I use TikTok from time to time. I use Facebook for family stuff and I use Instagram as my sort of wasting time 
uh, platform. I have a bunch of people that I follow and I'll end up in the real loop without even realizing it super fast. Like you'll, you'll sort of click on something that they suggest to you and then you're in there and then they, they capture you. It's very strange how it happens. And you wonder like, how'd you get there? Because yeah, because once you click on a reel or watch one, when you scroll, it only shows up with reels. Correct. Correct. And it's not your people anymore. And so you're like stuck. Um, (laughs) So they're really good at it. uh, And um, it's interesting. So then the other interesting thing about, okay, Clapper. So definitely everyday people, no doubt. Um, It encourages that original content, which I think is is a little different than TikTok. Obviously, it's original, but there's a lot of that lip syncing, and um, mm-hmm. it's it's more curated. They want like really just you. They talk about that a lot, and supposedly they have an equal opportunity algorithm, so it'll mm-hmm. not weight more followers. So if which is something none of these platforms have ever been able to accomplish. Yeah, that's really nice because if you enter late, you're screwed. Pretty much, yeah. like you, you're not going to get it. To, it's very hard to grow. Once things are established, when they're like mm-hmm. right now, if you want to, if you want a social presence and you want to bet on Clapper, I mean, it could disappear like, well, I mean, or lemonade, like do it now because there's not a lot of people there. Everybody's looking for stuff to follow. The celebrities aren't all there. Uh, you know, once The Rock joins, like you're in trouble, right? Because he's, everyone's going to follow The Rock. So if you want people to follow you, do it now. Uh, but supposedly Clapper is going to allow you to, to get some more exposure without that. Like, it'll just be like, wow, this video is just people like it. So we're going to keep showing it, which is nice. Um, so they're, again, they're really trying different things. I think if one of these two survived, I would bet on this one because it's different enough. Um, it makes more sense. The other two, that mashup of two things that it's neither of them. So it's not really Instagram and it's not really Pinterest. Yeah. And people are already getting super frustrated with it. Yeah, I don't, and I don't think people if, want At least that. for the US, it's, you know, become more popular in the past couple of months and people are already you know, and really annoyed with the platform. Right. But I think it's so important for like businesses anyways, like you said, to you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket and make sure you're kind of like getting on different platforms because you don't ever know when like an app is going to be banned or go down like we've been seeing with TikTok. I mean, it could go down any day, even though you and I both don't think that it will. It could. So it's like why, you know, spend all your effort on one thing when you could you know, be growing on a lot of different platforms just in case. Yes. Yeah. And I, so I'm not going to spend, certainly not for our clients, it's just not enough eyes on it. Um, and and probably not for myself. I don't know. Maybe I'll play around with Clapper a little bit more, but I won't. And so that comes down to sort of the, the final part that I want to talk about this, which is great social networks fail all the time. It's just so mm-hmm. hard. It's about the pe- It's about the eyes. Like if you don't have the eyes on it, it fails. So um so one thing I'll I'll bring this up because uh, Kenya, our marketing manager, worked for uh, Momentage. So Momentage, Snapseed, and Hipstamatic were three very popular apps when Facebook bought Instagram. Everybody hated it. They were like, "I don't want all these." It was all weird conspiracy theories about Facebook taking your uh, your data. And so uh. these three platforms, because I was very heavily involved in Instagram, that was the last time I was like trying to be social, not with just family. Um, I used to post every day. It was like, it was a big deal back in, in 2012 for me. Um, and so everyone was up in a roar. And so we would, we tried all these apps and they were big bursts of, of, of attention. And then, but then you realize like Instagram had like a thousand times more people. And it was, you know, if you're doing this, if you want, uh, if you want people to see your stuff, you want people to see your stuff. Right. So, yep. they, so they failed. Um, the, during COVID, House Party was a big um, app where you would like um, 
everybody would sort of come in. It was like sort of a group. It was a it was a group FaceTime, right? So almost kind of like Zoom. Kind of like Zoom, but more for fun and whatever. And I haven't heard That's about funny, that since. I haven't even like heard of that. Yeah. So we were doing that. That was a big thing during COVID. Again, a big burst. And I haven't heard about it. Google, um, again, I think they finally have their social network and YouTube shorts, but there's Google Plus. Mm-hmm. There, and I don't even remember some of these. Orkut, Google Wave, and Google Buzz. Um, Google Plus was probably the closest to it. And it had a really nice run at the end. So it failed miserably as a regular social network, but it was a photographer's social network, which Instagram was at the beginning too. And it was amazing and beautiful photos and wasn't about sharing, uh, you know, Instagram, the, the joke was it became about nails, right? So, you know, it was beautiful photos and then it was everybody sharing like the nails that they did that day. Uh, and then it uh, sort of devolved into what it is now, which is, um, well, everything. Uh, mm-hmm. But for a while, it was just beautiful. It was a photographer's app. And Google Plus became a photographer's social network for a while. And then, um, and you could talk about photo. It was great. As a photographer, I loved it. Uh, but failed, gone. Mm-hmm. Um, MySpace. So I'll, I want to bring this up just sky so when when facebook first came out to the like the general public um again it was universities first sky and i had to bet on which one would survive and she thought <clears throat> myspace would win and i thought uh facebook would win uh and i think it a lot of it had to do with myspace was confusing and I, you probably don't even remember it it was like a lot i of mean i've heard ugly. of myspace a ton yeah. i've just not yeah i've never yeah. used it <laughs> but i mean if things had gone differently it, we would be talking about myspace owning Instagram like it was they were neck and neck and then and then it just disappeared um again I don't know Facebook took the eyes if you take the eyes that's it that's where people go they want yeah. people to be um, seeing their stuff ping Apple released one big failure no one looked no one used it vine was huge on Twitter you know why that failed I don't know the specifics of it but again people weren't using it uh, friendster clubhouse I mean there's a million you know there's been so many of these apps that have like they were hot at the moment and then so it's really really hard you know tiktok and then they just come out of nowhere so and maybe it's just no i didn't look this up but i don't know how long tiktok was around before it became a big thing but my guess is they probably struggled for years just like you know lemonade struggled for years and now they're getting some attention and if they become the next big one and say like oh it was an overnight success but in reality they were around for a while first so um, yeah it's really hard and if you don't get the people to switch um which I think it's driven by one of two things. In this case, it's driven by fear. Um, whether your fear that you're going to lose your platform or your fear that China's going to steal your secrets, whatever it is. Yeah. That's why these two are getting a little bump. And then then it's driven by the youth and younger than you too. Um, yeah. Like I know you're, you're Gen Z, but it's going to be Gen Alpha that picks the next one. So I don't know what they're going to pick, but it's going to be something that the parents aren't on and it's going to be something that the grandparents aren't on and they're just going to jump to whatever that is. They're going to decide and they're going to make a pick. So we don't get to pick. Um, they all get to pick. And um, my guess is it's neither of these and probably nothing we've heard of. It'll be something yeah. that comes out of nowhere and it'll probably be a completely different format. Who knows what it'll be. But because, um, you know, Snapchat changed the way social networks work. It sort of disappeared in a way. I know that it's a really big messaging app now, but it's not really as much part of the conversation. TikTok changed the way we do things. So it'll be something that changes the way we do things. But I think. Yep, totally agree. Okay, awesome. So that's my uh, my thing. So I so I would say my summary is um, if you want to make sure you don't lose your handle, <laughs> like if you've got a handle, go in. 
it's still yeah play around with it for five minutes and then and wait and see if it's successful so you don't waste your time because yeah because who knows <laughs> i mean everybody's different so they might really like it i mean yeah. i like lemonade right now but you know right things always change so yes. definitely play around with it and see if you like it because everyone's businesses are different i mean you know you could grow really fast who knows right yeah and, yeah and if you're certainly the, the the caveat to that is if your customers are on either of those platforms then certainly do it right now if they're not you probably should keep your resources on mm-hmm. the uh the places where they're doing it uh or where they are this is all about the eyes right so that's it um okay so let's do our um, unsolicited marketing feedback um today we've got a one that i don't think Good. It's very similar to last week's. Um, it's a rebrand of a big company. Uh, in this case, it is HBO. So I go here. Ta-da. Can you see that? Yep. So HBO Max is now Max. Um, so from a branding perspective, they, um, you know, aside from the nice little um, dot in the A, um, which brings HBO, but I don't know if that's um, known enough. And I, I don't know if I saw this and didn't know there was a rebrand, if I would say, I think that's HBO. could be Target. <laughs> um, besides that, um, they've now lost the piece that makes it interesting. Uh, they've now lost the piece that makes you care. Um, HBO is a brand name that is you know, high quality, high end, the best Everyone content. knows it, yeah. Right. Um, I would have preferred them to drop Max and just call it HBO. I know that this has to do with them buying Discovery, I think, um, or or, cert- or the content is going to be on it. I'm not really sure, but I think it's a it's a miss. I guess the logo is okay, um, but otherwise, a big miss. And so, you know, if you look at their, you know, so they're going to change the the address too, which is going to be confusing. So HBO Max, then you're going to now log in on Max. Um, it's just yeah, it seems like I'm a, not a fan. An overall I... fail to me. Um, if they were changing the name due to like copyright issues or something like that, that would make sense. But everybody knows it as HBO. I mean, we have HBO and we watch it all the time. So like, you know, from that perspective, like everyone knowing what HBO is, like it's kind of annoying that they're dropping it. Right. No, it's 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 strange. I don't I don't get I don't know what the play is. Um, I don't know why you would drop what you're known for more. I mean, a good example of of a of a rebrand or or sort of a a brand mashup is, is Citibank. So Citibank bought Travelers, and Travelers was known for the Travelers umbrella, which they now split up and they're back and they've got the umbrella. But now Citibank, like they took the piece, the iconic piece, they took that umbrella, they incorporated it in a slightly different way. They didn't like drop it. Um, and obviously Citibank was bigger than Travelers, so they didn't rename it Travelers Bank. But you don't want to let go of the things that that are working for you. It does. Yeah, that does you a disservice. You want to highlight that. So if this was just called HBO and they dropped the max, I would that would make more sense. Um, you know, HBO is all these things and, and no one's gonna question it and no one's gonna worry that Discovery is part of HBO. Uh you go to Disney Plus and you've got Marvel, you've got National Geographic, you've got Disney regular stuff, um, you've got Pixar. Like no, they're not calling that I don't know what they would call it because they kept Disney smart like disney is the name just like uh hbo is the name so i don't i don't know uh if this would be an episode but maybe we'll do this in our in our episode next week where we cover a bunch of little topics but uh i still when i hear that sort of static intro to um 
to a HBO original, like it brings me back to the first HBO show that I watched, which was The Sopranos. Like it, it, it's like branding. Like they did branding in such a great way, and now a lot of networks do it. And you know, Netflix has sort of their chime, and uh, they they accomplished something so great with that, and they built this brand where like they stand out um, as one of the premier creators uh, of content. And um, now they're throwing it away. I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, and everybody is still going to call it HBO. Like, I, that's what I'm going to still call it. I don't want to just call it Max now because when you say HBO, everyone knows what you're talking about. Right. Whereas, like, it's probably going to take, you know, a year or more for everybody to catch on the fact that it is just Max. And so, I think... Sorry, H- or sorry, Max. I'm going to still be calling it HBO. <laughs> yeah, my, my local um, sports bar in town, we still call it Rookies, and it's... Um, Chicago Sam's like some, some things you just don't change because it's so so well known um, yeah and like I said I mean if it was a copyright issue and they needed to take out the HBO then I'd be like okay that makes sense but if you're just changing it to change it after you know you have millions and millions of users across like worldwide why yeah and I think to- everybody knows who you are now you have to do this rebranding and almost like put so much more effort into getting your new name out there yeah, I almost so, wonder. So I think HBO still exists. The channel will still be HBO. This is the streaming service. So maybe they want to sell it. Um, why would they sell a streaming service that was no one's going to get it for anything but HBO? So it, you know, it just seems you know that who knows there might be something behind it. But it reminds me of um, of a fail. I have a feeling this is going to be a fail and it'll go back. So Quickster was Netflix's rebranding when Netflix when streaming really took over. Um, this might have also been 2012. We looked it up before, but they they broke off their um, you know DVDs in the mail service as Quickster, and they were going to have two different prices. And people, first of all, it was a weird name. It didn't make sense. They had they had a brand name that worked, which was Netflix, which is now streaming. That was always the goal. Um, they did it, and I think in two months later they switched back, and, and that one went away. So that goes down as one of the worst rebrands ever. And I think <laughs> this one might be up there. I, I could very much see just being called HBO. Um, what yeah, it'll be interesting then. to see what everyone everyone thinks about it. Yeah. So, well, that's what I think. Um, good show. Good show. Yeah. What do you think? I think that's I, it, I like, right? I All think of our topics good. of discussion for yeah. today. Yeah, I, I, I like this one. This was good. This was fun. Um, so, anyways, um, have fun on social um, and, and play around. You should follow us. We're on all the social networks as FBY Marketing. Um, I don't know if Madison knows this, but we are now on Amazon and also on Audible um for our nice. podcast so that was new as of yesterday and so follow subscribe and um you know give us a thumbs up or a comment um or or some stars if you can and we will see you next week for um an undetermined topic as well we'll we're we're still working on that so uh, i think next week is gonna be a mashup of a bunch of little topics that's kind of the uh the current plan but we'll see it'll be fun okay. yeah see you guys next week have a great week thanks everybody <laughs>